This is the Late Night Cricket Podcast. It's HR joining as usual and we have Crazy along with us to discuss about the first three T20 internationals being played between India and England, all from Ahmedabad. And to discuss more about it, Crazy, hi, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm, yeah. I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, so, so possible. So yeah, all three matches were largely similar. We couldn't find any difference, and especially the first and third match were a perfect replica of itself. So let's looking forward to the podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. We'll try to summarize what happened in the three games. So basically, England are two one up in the series. Uh, as Crazy mentioned, the first and third games are eerily similar. England won the toss, decided to bowl first, and won by eight wickets on both occasions. And uh, in between, India won the second game by seven wickets where Ishan Kishan made their fantastic debut. More on that in just a bit. Uh, crazy, uh, what's your first opinion on these three games that have progressed so far? So, if you, if you notice in the first three games, the bat- uh, the team that won the toss eventually won the match. And so, I think uh, it has become a pattern nowadays. So, the teams will... Uh, the teams are preferring to chase and if the target is anything less than 180 or 200 they are chasing it at with ease i'd say because uh, everything is quite uh, visible to the to, to both the teams and they could strategize accordingly based on the score the first first innings total has been put up yeah that's right and uh, all the three games obviously the team that has chased has won the game on all uh, all the three occasions uh, why I said the first and third games were eerily similar is that on both occasions, India batted first. Both occasions, India lost early wickets and then there was a period of consolidation. And then the end total was not sufficient enough for the powerhouse batting lineup that England have. Uh, so, let's come to the Indian batting. Uh, especially in the first and the third games, they, we saw them losing early wickets. Is there a problem that India, if India loses early wickets, and they are somehow not able to get the total that they want. They are ending up, uh, they ending up getting substandard totals. Is there an issue there? I feel Indian batsmen are giving a too much respect to Adil Rashid, who is potentially the only bowler they can target because we have players like Hardik Pandya, Rishabh Pant, who decimates spin. And so, since Adil Rashid has been brought brought to the attack earlier. Uh, I feel the Indian openers, especially KL Rahul, is in an simultaneous form and hope he recovers because uh, the recently the Indian coach has told him that he is the number one T20 batsman in the country. So that is a really big call and hope he recovers. So I feel that uh, the in- England bowlers are preferring the Indian batsmen with their players. Mark Wood is clicking 150 regularly and Jofra Archer, we all know how at what pace he is bowling. And I feel uh, this strategy has worked for England, uh, having just one spinner despite uh, uh, d- d- despite in the same ground where they lost almost all the wickets to spin a few, few weeks ago. And uh, it has worked, worked in England's favour. You touched upon KL Rahul, who's going through a bit of a patch at the moment. I saw something on Twitter which cranked me up. Anybody named Rahul cannot score at the Narendra Mui Stadium. Or in Gujarat. Aaron <laughs> Gujarat just cracked me up. The guy's got 1-0 and 0 and already I'm seeing uh, you know messages and memes about how KRR should not be in the side. People forget the fact that he was your leading run scorer for over two years now. Both at club and as well as for country. So I think he's got enough credit in the bank. We just got to back him. Uh, but here's the problem. Uh, Ishan Kishan batted so well at the top of the order. Yeah, uh, man of the match performance. It drops down to number three. A, it shows that Virat can be flexible, which is a good thing. But B, 
what it does is it allows you to kind of tinker with the batsman who's found some rhythm is that is that the right thing to do probably the ideal thing should have been replace somebody in the middle order so that uh, rohit can probably bat in the middle or you know maybe kl can drop down given his form do you think india is getting into the trouble that they that they themselves caught during the 2019 world cup during due to they made a lot of chopping and changing to their squad and they went with the world went to the world cup without knowing who their number 4 is and i feel that a similar situation is being happened they are continuously changing the squad yes i understand that we need to find the right combination but ultimately we are moving kohli to number 4 and i don't think that's a really good move and honestly i feel that kohli is at his, at his best when he opens the innings i think uh, uh the entire 2016 ipl i think he opened the innings and he scored close to 1000 runs that is unhuman to be honest and so i feel that rohit uh, kohli should open and uh, and rahul can also bat at number 3 if possible if he is finding some if he is struggling at the, at the top of the innings i think rahul is too good to be dropped so why don't we change his position instead of changing a, a number one batsman like kohli that's what i feel yeah but the two problems to that first of all kl rahul has got a lot of runs like i mentioned earlier he's got credit in the bank and all of that have come batting at the top of the order second problem is that virat kohli has already established himself at number 3 at rcb he had ab de villiers who bats at 3 for south africa so he gives you that balance in team india the best position probably for virat to bat is at 3 given the fact that the openers are doing pretty well so there are two issues over there so why do you think that probably kl rahul should drop down the order when he's got runs at the top because he is he is going through a lean patch now and but rohit and kohli right? yes see but still i don't know like if 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 rahul is having some issues with the new ball i don't it's just a lean patch maybe rahul might get a rahul will obviously play the remaining two matches if the team has pressed on him and so yeah if rahul is fit and fine i don't think, i have no issues with kohli playing at number 3 kohli is scoring as anyway Uh, fantastic innings right especially in the previous game fantastic hitting it's not just the runs it's the it's the shots he played it's not just the 77 or the 73 it is the way he scored them the, the shots six were through mid wicket still kanli nikid actually that good seriously quality right but again it was innings of two halves the first half it looked like he was getting nowhere he was struggling ran rishabh pant out but then the second half he really picked it up again that points to my earlier question if early wickets fall when batting first are they in a bit of a confusion mode they don't know what a good score is against this england batting lineup given its depth so hence they're trying to fiddle around and then they they probably leave too much at the end to catch on and i feel that hardik pandya can be promoted up the order because hardik pandya is at his best when he's playing spin and uh, he are not getting any spin from the england bowlers so <laughs> he's getting at the top of the order but but the spinner i think england has made a master stroke by using adil rashid at, uh, by opening the innings because that is the only way they can prevent him from getting hit from this monstrous indian uh, spin uh, spin attack like the indian Again, batting yeah yeah i guess yeah. Yeah, it's smart on um, you know england side to use adil rashid but it's it's also working he picked up the wicket of virat kohli if you remember in that first game he didn't pick up any wicket in the third game but still he was good enough uh see uh i'll tell you one thing when the squad were was announced okay uh and when players like ishan kishan was picked surya kumar yadav was picked it seemed like they had a plan the incumbent at number 4 was shreyas ayer 
okay he was performing was giving you runs and his backup would, would probably be surya kumar yadav right rishabh pant will be your keeper at number 5 his backup will be ishan kishan given that he keeps and they are both mm-hmm. left handed so it seemed like they had a plan but what happened the moment ishan kishan got his debut at the top of the order i think it probably kind of tore the plan apart because ishan is now looked up as a top order bat where actually probably would have been picked for to bat at rishabh pant's position that's the issue yeah, no. yeah. and also i want to touch up on one point about yusvendra chahal who's arguably or anag who's arguably the number one spinner in t20s at the moment and i don't think Ashokan he had a wants to know your location for india as i'm saying better yeah and i don't think he's he's having a good series so far i think in one match he went for 44 runs and uh, another match i don't think he is he, he didn't have any impressive figures so far and uh, will they still continue with yuzvendra chahal that's the question look again the same thing what we said with k rahul i think even for yuzvendra chahal he's got credit in the bank uh again you don't want another kuldeep yadav situation that's what i think about it because you remember when kuldeep was your number one spinner and then he yeah. had that horrible ipl where mohin ali tore into him basically and then his confidence just shattered and now you can see kuldeep yadav is nowhere near the side where he ID, we could have been the number one choice so we don't want a similar situation or at least i don't want to see a similar situation happening with yuzvendra chahal he's got credit in the bank i think india will trust him uh but yeah he's not helping himself he's gone for 41 in the previous game and in the first game also he went for a few like you said uh how much he went for 44 yeah so but the thing with chal is that he is a wicket taking bowler and mm. he uh, it's okay if see kul uh, sorry isvendra chal is a type of bowler who takes 3 for 40 uh, over 2 for uh, maybe 25 something so he is a wicket taking bowler but unfortunately he has he hasn't picked any wickets Yes, Kuldeep can. Uh, sorry, Yuzvendra Chahal can go for runs because we have another tight bowler like Washington Sundar at the yeah. other end who hardly gives more than thirty, thirty-five runs every match. Yeah, that's uh, Washington Sundar has bowled so well for uh, for India, definitely. Now uh, you're also touched upon a point about the pace. I want to talk about those two bowlers in particular. Jafra Archer, Mark Wood have bowled beautifully. Mark Wood didn't play the second game. but in the first and the third game that he played he was exceptional which makes me wonder what on earth was csk thinking when they let him go <laughs> i think mark would played one match against mumbai i think that was that the was the opening game initial match of yeah. uh, 2018 uh, bravo scored an mm-hmm. i think bravo scored 67 something yeah yeah keda yeah. jadav played the Akeda one Jadav's innings that kept him in the side for 3 years 3 years <laughs> so, yeah, yeah i remember, I remember. I think that it has something to do with the combination. Markwood was a was a I think CSK prefers all-rounders more than pure batsmen or pure bowlers and Markwood didn't fit into the uh scheme of things for CSK and and they eventually let him go I guess. Yeah, I mean they let him go that year itself which was kind of sad to be honest. I mean now you're looking at the kind of talent that he's got. Respect considering he's 31 now I CSK might buy him back since he's about thirty. I think they probably get him as an injury replacement. Any franchise may get him. Is that good actually? But again, some serious pace, isn't it? He's bowling a good pace. The one that got Shikhar Dhawan out in the first game, fantastic. And it was stuff. not and just Archer pace. is also bowling really well, right? Yeah, Archer is bowling well. So Sam Curran is also doing a really Keeping, good job yeah. at the end. Yeah. 
So everything working together for England. What do you make about those two seam bowlers and bowling in tandem in particular? It looks like they're taking the pitch out of the equation, which is great to see. And it's not see that I think that is some significant difference between a 140 and a 150. Though it's just 10 km pitch, I think that is some uh, significant difference. And batsmen are are feeling the pace. I I I noticed that Hardik Pandya was finding it difficult to strike at the at the back end of the innings and. Uh, I think I think I think the pace is working out for them. I I honestly didn't expect England to come with four to five fast bowlers. I expected uh, after the test series we all expected England to come up with three three spinners like how India did and uh, this this is surprising for me and I think it's surprising for India too. Yeah, I don't think they expected Jofra and Mark Wood will play together. I think they probably mm. expected one of them to play. So then the other spot will have Moin Ali, so they'll play with two spinners. Still have Sam Curran, and then go with three seamers. That's probably how India would have anticipated. They didn't expect them to roll out both of them, so maybe they caught them off guard. But then, um, you know, everything leads to something in life, right? So similarly, these T20 games lead to something. The something is the World T20 or the T20 World Cup, depends on how we want to call it. Uh, in October, November, in India. Okay, uh, so are we seeing a pattern developing already that if you win the toss and you chase more often than not, irrespective of whether it's a World Cup game or a bilateral, you will win the game. Is there a trend that's developing, irrespective of whether it's true or not? I think that such trend already exists in few popular grounds in India, like the Vanshree and Chinnaswamy, right? I think what and Eden Gardens also to a large extent. So. Uh, I but, feel this is some yeah yeah but that on. that's generally uh, amplified with the dew situation what we have seen in these first three games is that there's hardly any dew we've seen from both sides how they've struggled to actually bat first both sides so is, that's why i'm asking is there a trend that you are seeing probably when come world cup time many teams will look at this and say you know what let's just bowl because batting first teams are struggling across the world and given the required run rate we know exactly how much we need to get when and we'll go for it Is that a trend? My time. Uh, we never know. We never know what's coming our way. And uh, and also, I just wanted to ask one more thing: Is Hardik Pandya a four-over bowler in T20s? Like, is, or is it is it asking too much from Hardik Pandya? Like, for someone who just had a back surgery, I know it's it's been a while since his back surgery, but still, he's coming from an injury. And uh, can we expect four overs from him in every game? You can only if he's fully fit. that guarantee hardik has to give to the team and the doctor should have enough trust simple as that because if hardik can give you four overs consistently then india can afford to play that extra batsman which they have been doing the last two games so which means probably hardik has told the team management that you know what i think i'm fit enough to bowl four overs but there is a huge risk that suppose if any one of the five bowlers had a bad day no one in the other six can even roll their arms yeah so that's an issue that's an issue that india has. what i believe is the ideal team should be uh, have rahul rohit virat one of suryakumar yadav or shreyas ayer suryakumar yadav i thought was unlucky to get dropped i think he'll get an opportunity again so one of those two guys at 4 rishabh at 5 so what that does is have hardik at 6 jadeja at 7 and sundar at 8 hmm so what happens you got hardik at 6 jadeja at 7 sundar at 8 sundar can be a four over bowler So you got Ravindra Jadeja, so which means Hardik Pandya is your sixth bowler. So he doesn't have to bowl four. He can give you two on a good day, and he doesn't have to bowl sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
probably? I don't think uh, England is going to make any change if they might uh, uh, give uh, Mark Wood a, a match rest or if, yeah I don't think uh, England will make a lot of change uh, I think uh, India can try another bowler like uh, I think Rahul Chahar is in the squad if I'm not yep. wrong right yep. so yeah I think they can give a few more they made they made a few changes in the batting department I think uh, maybe deepak char can get a game now this now the saini can get a game since it is just a uh, since they are working on the equations uh, i think india might might have a few changes in the bowling department so what do you think yeah very similar i think they'll give an opportunity to those bowlers that you mentioned uh, maybe bhubneshwar kumar is coming from an injury so maybe they might rest him they not not try to hurry him up because he anyway has to play full ipl So maybe they look to rest him i think surya kumar yadav will get an opportunity uh i think we stray there there's only place for one of them but he has he scored a 60 in the first game right and yeah, he but you are looking to see the players you have available right so you know what shreyas can give you you've seen him perform so okay thank you so much you played three games in the series now wait let's see what this guy has to do simple yeah anyway you're looking it... you can do that I believe there's only room for one of them because they play in a very similar way. Given that Kohli is already there, there's room only for one of them. That's why. And also with the arrival of Vishan Kishan, does that mark the end of Shikhatavan? I hope not because I believe Shikhar has got something left in him. But I think he's this IPL is going to be huge for Shikhar. If Shikhar can play like how he did last time. You know, score hundreds, score big runs, be in the race for the orange cap. If he can have a big season for Delhi, then I think we are talking about Shikhar Dhawan being in the side. Because remember, he doesn't play Test cricket, so he is playing white ball cricket exclusively. And if he has a big IPL season, I think he'll be in. Like I had mentioned earlier, Ishan Kishan, yes, he's performed well, but his primary role at this moment is to be a backup to Rishabh. Uh, because I don't see any player across. the circuit who can be at uh, the level of rishabh pant right now both in terms of being that explosive batsman as well as batting in the middle order keeping so mm. definitely when we're talking about a t20 world cup side india will need a backup keeper if ishan's in form then they'll rather pick kl rahul as a batsman instead of a reserve keeper and they'll pick ishan kishan so it's going to be an important mm. ipl for ishan and for shikhar dhawan So I think that's all, that's it for the show. Yeah, that's it. So we'll see what happens in the last two games. So I can assure you that we are going, we are heading towards a fantastic finish to the Indian home season, leading up to the Indian Premier League. So we'll join you again uh, after the end of the, uh, the remaining two T20 internationals to have a, a review of the series and the prelude to the uh, three One Day internationals to follow. So until then, crazy. Thank you so much for joining. Take care and have a good day.